You're listening to Putting Up with Aaron Michael Marsh. Nerf. How's that? This is going to be the first episode I've done with director's commentary. And by director, I mean your friend sitting right yeah, between yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> are we rolling? Yeah, we yeah, yeah a, we're we rolling. A, we have a young boy on a bed here laying, with like a prop. It's like a rap <laughs> video. He's just fucking splayed out. I've never seen a rap video that used young boys like this. Oh, well, I, I can think of a few music video uh, producers who would have liked... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Out. Oh, I know of ra- people getting in trouble for such things, but the videos—that's what. I, but I'm saying we're we're living their true dreams. Like all these celeb, these pedophile celebrities, really just wanted to have. This is an audio-only podcast. You're making it sound like we're doing pedophile things. This okay? He's 26 years old. This guy, which is not pedophile but he, but territory. He looks 17. Nor do I think any of us. <laughs> my friend, uh, okay, clue it. My friend okay. gave me a ride over. Mm-hmm. And he's chilling, and yeah. we're gonna go to a movie. And he's just yeah. he's laying on the bed. <laughs> the weirdest thing about you saying Kill Bill Volume Two in twenty twenty one at midnight mm-hmm. it's an awfully inconvenient time to see a movie that's very conveniently everywhere. It is. You're mad that I'm have to leave to see the movie? No, I don't care that you're gonna go see the movie. I'm just saying, like go. for midnight movies, it's always weird that it's like it's an inconvenient time for a three hour movie. It's 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 two and a half. It's two and a half. Okay. Uh, I don't work in the morning, and uh, I, for me, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big film buff. I'm a big film yeah. cinema freak. Cinema is my first love. Uh, Do you have a second love? I, I guess stand up. But see, I mean, so you it's said all, you guess, but it's really cinema. So it's all, it's all comedy. I've made comedy films, you know what I yes, mean? Yes, for sure. No, exactly. But I've seen some of your. I mean, I've seen your short films. But I have a softer spot for cinema. Yes, of course, because it's. It's more of a, like a free form. I do whatever I want, follow my gut. Whereas stand up, you kind of have to second guess and double check, and kind of it takes a little longer to get there. And there's a frustration. Whereas cinema, it's like it, my my first instinct, it's done. But you don't feel like you're honing the muscle that then you can now use for cinema. cinema? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel that because, absolutely. like in my mind. I'm thinking, and sorry for the comparison, but Pee Wee Herman was definitely an on-stage character that he was able to hone on stage before yeah, taking it yeah. to cinema or TV. Oh, I'm I'm a much better actor because I do stand up. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm, I'm and and not that your characters like, like Pee Wee Herman, but you guys like come Herman from a left to center where it's if Pee Wee was more openly sadistic and terrifying to women, Pee Wee was. He just didn't but, but directly Pee-wee, talk about it the way you do. But, no, but Pee Wee has. And and I I'm not as I'm not like oh, I'm I'm gonna get you. I just like I talk about you know the agony of being a sexual being, jacking off a million times to porn. Ladies hate that. Absolutely not into it. One, Some dudes one. hate that too. They do. And but <laughs> I I, I had to write about it because I I lived it, baby, during the mm-hmm. pandemic. I was in quick a pornographic quicksand. Okay, yeah, but you also you seem pre-tortured before the pandemic. Pre I. Where, was, what city did your torture start in? My city, my torture started in in the in the west. In uh, 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 I was Mormon, so the torture started Nephi, Utah. I would say. Okay, I really was raised Mormon. Up. You were? Yeah. Oh shit! I had no he idea. Did it. And this guy too. Dylan was also Mormon. Dylan was also Mormon, dude. The, the, the oh, sprites all around. Bed. Sprites we in the house, boys. <laughs> sprites on the house. I don't drink that shit no more. <laughs> That's the only way I got away from the religion was you got away from liquor. 
from the Sprite, you're like, okay, well, if we're going to start drinking coffee, we can't. It has, it has a mind control serum. Sprite makes you believe in the plates, the golden plates. Mm-hmm. Sprite. I would pour Sprite down the middle of the plates and then lift it up and drink. I it. would I would slurp Sprite <laughs> off of the plates. It would because the 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 uh, wait. So were you raised in Utah? Yeah, I grew up. In At Utah. what age did you stray from the church? Stray? You're still fucked, dude. You're no. still brainwashed because you use the word stray. You're Mormon now. No, no, You're I'm a Jack Mormon. Mormon. You're a Jack but, Mormon. but I mean, like, stray was just the word I chose. I wasn't excommunicated. It was my leaving. It was yeah, my loss of interest. I. I I so I were so, you excommunicated? No, no. I okay. liked I like that my name is still on there because it's it's like traditional. It's like roots thing, but it's also like it's funny because they're like we have fourteen million members and they count me. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Mean? They count me too. Yeah, and Dylan. Yeah, and they count Dylan, and we're just you know making sacrilegious, salacious stuff. Yeah, no. But what age did you like stray from uh, that? I'm gonna so use that the, word again. The, the first time I like doubted it, I was fourteen. Okay, me Which, too. I like the poetry of that because Joseph Smith supposedly had his first vision at 14 when God came and spoke to him and said, mm-hmm. here's me and Jesus and you've got to, you know, no sex are true and I got the vision. <laughs> As opposed to you. Is not Whereas true. pornography spoke to you at 14 and said, you got to no, make a choice it, here, it, buddy. It, it took me a while. I mean, I, I certainly, I loved, I mean, I was wanking long before I could, uh, you I know, mean, jettison the troops, <laughs> so to speak. I, I... Wasn't a direct question, but we got a direct answer. I was a veteran, okay? Mm-hmm. Look, you talk to me for more than 10 minutes, I will talk about porn. And I'm working I know, on you it. did I'm it like two on, in. I'm working on improving that. I don't know how it got brought up. I don't know how it got brought up. <laughs> Trump has completely bled into my 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 uh, hand gestures. Yeah, okay, yeah, I noticed. Cool. But also, so, wait, so 14, so you didn't do no mission or any of that stuff. You weren't. No, no, no. So, it, But it was a long process. So 14 was the first time... I doubted it because I was hanging out with some verbally abusive gamers in a basement, mm-hmm. and I was I was it was like the first time I was really leaning into the faith and really believing it, and my buddies were not down and they were kind of ridiculing me and I was like sticking up for the religion, and he was like, "You think that the prophet talks to God?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course he does." And he goes, "I talk to God too," and he puts his mouth into a Mountain Dew bottle, bottle and goes, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> and I, something about that moment of him just like openly saying, "Fuck this." Uh, that's when I first doubted. What if that was the word of wisdom? You're like, that's Mountain Dew, man. We can't be all in that. I, well, the Lord makes an exception for Mountain Dew. I never heard that. Dylan, is that true? Fact check. Was Mountain Dew accepted in the word of wisdom? It's, we gotta know. it's frowned upon. It's frowned upon. Yeah, but all soda, caffeinated ca- beverages. But, no, but the caffeinated sodas are, are frowned upon, but they were accepted completely. Okay. Many, many Mormons had, had a nice Diet Coke and all this shit. There was an anti-Mormon video... Oh, actually, just to fact check, I believe the prophet, like, 10, 15 years ago, said drinking Coke's fine. Like, that's an over... They they That's an they overly con- strict rule. They condemned uh, energy drinks. Yeah, well, which I condemn reason- energy drinks which because Which is reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get behind energy drinks, but I'm saying that they're loose on soda because they're like, yeah, that's not the concern we're talking about. That's not the level of caffeine we're worried about. I mean, coffee is... Better for you than soda. At the same time... Because of sugar, but not because of caffeine content. There's more drug in coffee than there is in soda. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I finally... Which, I drink a pot of coffee a day. I think I finally quit. I think I finally... That's the funny thing about growing up Mormon is like, you know, you get away from Mormonism and you experiment with drugs and then you've hit 30 and and you're and you're like, the Mormons were right. I'm going to go full sober. I'm more effective. 
Yeah. If I'm not getting fucked up all the time. It's true. I remember, do you remember when you ordered your first coffee? Fuck. Uh, I guess I was in college. I got a mocha. Yeah. I got like ho- caffeinated mm-hmm. hot chocolate. Nice, yeah. that every morning for uh, many moons. Because I remember the first time I ordered a coffee. I got ordered an iced coffee from a cafe. I was like 15. Mm-hmm. Cause like that's when I started to stray. So I was going to a cafe. Like it was like the You're this big thing. Like, oh no, I'm gonna get a coffee. With the and guys. then like I remember them being like, just order the coffee. It's a dollar ten or something. You know, like it was literally a dollar and a quarter. You were expecting you them to card you or something. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> would I? I just go up there and ask for a coffee, and they're like, yeah, you can just do. It. I was like, no, they're, they're gonna stop me. Like I remember it was like a whole like stressful thing. Like and then when I got there, I was like, just just a nice coffee, please. You know, like it was super tense. <sighs> Sweating. Yeah, exactly. And the guy like, was like, here you go. And I was like. Really? Like it was I'm like call I your mother. <laughs> so if we're gonna play hooky and get some coffee, you wanna go? Yeah, exactly. I was like, Oh my god, like I thought it was gonna be like buying cigarettes or something. They're like, Hey kid, who who are you giving this coffee to? It's not for you, is it? Like but they don't care, you know? Yeah, no, they I coffee it's weird to look back and be like, This is like because there's so many Mormonism is so defined by the don'ts rather than the do's. Like the identif- I'll give it that, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're like there there are you know, they're identifying marks of no tattoos and no only one earring for girls and no earrings for men and mm-hmm. short hair for men. Sure. And there's so many things that like immediately clue you into whether someone's Mormon or not if you're in that world. Yeah. So I don't know. It's nice to be able to blow people's minds when I'm like, I used to be Mormon because I do not look Mormon even remotely now. No. You still got it going on. You look like you're in the fucking bishopric. <laughs> I you do look, not. You look like you're in a corner of the fucking I mean, 12, dude. My Mormon family who's going to be listening to this oh, will be shit. very happy that you're saying that. I don't care. Um, oh, fuck. I'm not asking for you to not be you, but like they're going to be like, no, Aaron's got tattoos and he always has a five o'clock shadow. Like they're like, they're, they have their things. They're like, no, 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 no. I just keep the hair short because I just think it looks better. How uh, the, the, the silver fox thing, how uh, old are you? I'm 39. Okay. You look, see, you're young in the face. Very young in the face, old in the hair. I'm very exactly my age in the hair. Yeah. Okay. You look like you're 25 or something. Thank you. You're 39 years I'm old. I'm 39 years old. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't I'm come not, here to be judging. judged. I didn't. No, I'm not. Invite I'm not you over judging. here to judge it's me. Just, I, I, there are, and I, I'm not judging either because I also have a, a lot of plastic goodies lining the shelves at my place. Oh, you're uh, the toys. But you got the. So you got you've got the balance though because. Uh, I always get pissed because girls will be weird about, like, if a dude has, like, action figure collectibles, mm-hmm. it's like he's a child, but there's not the same stigma for you with, like, the Chicago Cubs hats or the baseball cards. These are mm-hmm. baseball cards. Yeah, here, right? yeah, lots of baseball cards. So Too you many. have the best of both worlds. You have, like, the acceptable nerding out, and then you have the not-so-acceptable nerding out, which is Darth Maul, Popple Head. Okay, now, for the Funkos, I've bought only one of those four. Oh, five. Mm-hmm. They, they're all gifts, pretty much, with the exception of the yeah, John yeah. Cena one, just because it made me laugh at the time that it was clear and you can't see him. So I was like, that's great. Um, the uh, All the other ones are gifts. Wait, wait, John Cena? Yeah. It's Why is he clear? Because his catchphrase is, you can't see me. Oh. And so they made it so you can't see him. And I was like, yep, I'll spend $10 on that. I, I fucking love novelty, dude. It's yeah. But I'll tell you the secret to all of the weird, dumb collectibles and dealing with girls. Mm-hmm. You just go, oh, I sold a baseball card today for $100. And they go, yeah. wait, what? And you go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bleep. I buy and sell and trade these things. And you hear, bloop, No, you just won't ever hear about it again. So <laughs> they don't ever go, hey, what baseball cards you get? They yeah. don't care about pay. But they do want to think that there's something, you know, like, oh, if I did that, 
I'll take you to dinner, you know? Like, you just, yeah. like, yeah, oh, no. yes, this dinner is brought to you by Chris Bryant yeah. and his baseball card. I bring off fucking, I bring up Ken Griff. Suddenly, it's like somebody left a damn sink on, you know? <laughs> Selling a thing for a Benjamin. Yeah, no, I just, I just, I'm honest with them. I'm just like, I think they're works of art. Like the 95 Star they Wars are. action figure series, the detail that they put into that because they cared about the, about the children. So you do have me. action figures. Fuck yeah. See, I so some this is very Mormon of you. You think that the fantasy escapism is like a very yeah. Mormon? And I agree it is. I'm just yeah. saying you agree that you, yeah. that's like a. Th- so there's definitely. some Mormon tendencies within us. You think the action figures, that that's straight Mormonism and not just a me and you thing? That's a, the Mormonism? Where were you raised? Well, we're also both comics. And so comics also have a thing that really love their childhoods. And they try to keep their childhoods going forever. I was raised. That's a split between San Diego and Tucson, Arizona. Mm-hmm. To San Diego and Tucson. Lots of Mormons in Arizona. Uh, I don't feel like it was tons, but it's not like it wasn't there. You know, like, there wasn't a temple in Tucson. There is mm-hmm. now, but yeah. growing up, there was just one temple for the whole state, if that gives a population. Yeah. For the Mormon listeners, that would. That would be like, oh, that's a census. That's a census, Mark, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah Mormons always pride themselves on spreading their granite seed throughout the Did you the do world. baptisms for the dead? I did. That's where, do you ever hear my bit where I jerked off in the temple? Oh, okay. What? I'm going to put a disclaimer. A disclaimer uh, here. For my brother, the the stake president in Tucson. <laughs> if you, Fuck. we're going to have you push mute for a second while okay. we, <laughs> while we go through. Okay. I it's, mean, um, you're, you're not supposed to do that there. Well, that that was that was that shook my faith a little bit too because I jerked off in there and he didn't fucking kill me. I wasn't struck by lightning. I thought I was gonna like catch on fire or something. That's why I was doing it. I was like, "Come on!" Yeah, and then they're like, him to kill me. That's why fucking... the Lord did did His ways yeah. and got you to stop going to church. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't a full. I wasn't. He like, wasn't like this guy needs to go. He was like, this guy just needs to stop going to these buildings and disgracing it. Yeah, no. So I wasn't. It wasn't like I'll make it his idea. <laughs> it wasn't completely depraved. Uh, I wasn't like oh those souls, you know. It was for one. I was younger, so I couldn't. I think you're baptizing the wrong dead. I didn't. Me. I didn't. Uh, I didn't decorate the walls in the damn place. I was still a prepubescent boy. I as I used to do anxiety wanks for many years. I would wank because I'm so anxious. I had to just. What well, you stopped doing that? I'm 39. I still do that. I uh, well that. That's like eight in a row for me. They're yeah. very uh, counterproductive for me. And I also, for me, wanking... It's counterproductive? You get anxious now when you do that? No, no, no. To to wank, try and wank away anxiety is counterproductive, which, if I'm being mm. honest with myself, my quote-unquote porn addiction that I rec- recently vanquished and intermittently relapse upon, ladies, uh, <laughs> is probably triggered by anxiety for sure. Yeah. No, no, no. I... I all of those sexual urges and anxiety, I believe, are but, hand in but, hand. But it used to be di- direct, like, yeah. Uh, God damn it! Come on, are you relating to this? Yeah, of course I'm relating to this. <laughs> Am I happy? I'm relating to you. Never, never <laughs> no, once. No one wants to relate to me. Wait, this so go. What I'm trying to figure out every time I talk to you mm-hmm. is where in the world this personality comes from. Because you're you're like a Venture Brothers character. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. 
Yeah, you're like a Venture Brother character come to life in like every way. You look like one, you talk like one, you move and like one. I'm not super familiar with Venture Brothers. I like it, but what what defines a Venture Brothers? Well, I mean, it looks a little 60s Mondo-ish, but also it does have a very like dark and a lot of sexual tension in it. Mm-hmm. And, and it, they talk like this. And yeah, Let's they go, talk boys. very staccato. Yeah, yeah. I love staccato. I just like that. That sound. Well, well, I think my sense of humor is. You pretty sound like a villain on a radio show I from the forties, it. and it's, there, yeah, there's, I love it too. There's, there's something about a well-spoken, educated man who just can't get away from how f- sick he is. That is yeah. so funny to me. Like a man who believes he's right and is like, "It's how it's done, son," <laughs> and he just believes he's right, completely warped. I think there's a lot of yeah. that in Mormonism too. I think. I think so. No, like, there totally like, is. Like, and when you said Mormonism, I was like, that kind of helps explain it. It's almost like you're trying to be Vincent Gallo's favorite comedian. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm Eskimo brothers with that motherfucker. I'm not surprised. <laughs> we <fucking laughs> By either we side. The same woman, dude. <laughs> Wasn't um, that Chloe girl? Was it? No, no. I, I won't name her here. I'm, I'm a little classier than I used to be. I'm not gonna. I'm not Just gonna do name the sign language. Her. We know the sign language. Her name. Oh my is, lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, you know, a little bit of Vincent Gallo, then Beck's guitarist, a little bit of J-Bone. Yes, yes, yes. Are you just naming her resume? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a list of some pretty impressive names. No, I <laughs> you know get what, what you're saying, saying but <laughs> also what I'm saying is don't list her resume. <laughs> Should we bleep that? Should we not list her resume? No, Does I would love I, to get the identify? email where it's like, hey, that was me. And I go, oh, good. I was guessing. You know. I mean, uh, that's know, a lot of Scientology. Time. It's not, I feel like the class has left. There is some, I don't know if he's a Scientologist. I know that Beck is. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's for the best. I mean, the bitches Thetans are off the charts, you know, <laughs> I'm kidding around. Um, she's a, she's a nice, she's a very talented artist. If she understands, if it clicks that I brought her up, she's very talented. I never, artist. I never said she wasn't talented. I want that to be. I totally want that. Clear. Let the record show she's very talented and let the record Talent show. Is there. In fact, if you could just give everyone her Instagram so we could all see her talent. No, no, we will not. I know. I know we, we can bleep. We can do. Okay. No, I I get final edit over this. You know, like I, I am able to choose these things. And I don't think we said anything mean about her. No, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going. We just said that she's a lady that likes artists. When the microphone is off, I will. But uh, I'm kidding. We're getting, mm-hmm. we're getting out of hand. Yeah, we're getting completely out of hand. So what your first love is? Is comedy, but also film. It, it, it's you like, also come from this weird villain energy. So, yeah. like, what are these comedy films in which you were? If you were to make your perfect movie, uh huh, what would it compare to? What would it even be like? Uh, I used so like to, Bonnie and Clyde I, with I, Roger Rabbit, and <laughs> um, I I always tell people it's like if Lynch and Tarantino had a baby. Which, Throw a yeah. little James Cameron in there. You know, I really like <laughs> throw action. James Cameron in there. Yeah, if, so if, it's like so if, Lynch, if Avatar, Lynch and Tarantino, uh, Eiffel Tower, James Cameron, that would be my film. Hey, that movie sounds great, but it doesn't sound funny. I think it sounds hilarious. <laughs> 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 You're like, I didn't say they were getting along. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I maybe they wouldn't get along. I mean, Lynch and Tarantino might. Is Lynch your guy? Is he like your number one? He, he's up there. I don't. No, that he's my number one. I I, I idolize I, that man. I he's great. I, I I hate to sound cliche, but I, I I think Tarantino might always be the number one, just because of the way he's able to blend tone. Which Lynch also, all my guys are great at blending tone. Sure, yeah. The Cohen's, Wes Anderson, fucking Gilliam, uh, 
Paul Thomas Anderson, all of the great film directors blend comedy and drama. They they do. Scorsese, hilarious yep, yep. movies. Well, of course. I mean, because we think about Joe Pesci comedically. Yeah. But you also look at his resume and you're like, there's only but two comedies in this whole thing. Yeah. He's just very funny and very serious and intense movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, 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 uh, it's like, it's black comedy. And also all of those people are their own entity. Like, I wouldn't want David Lynch's movies to be like Tarantino's. I want them to be like his. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I, 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 th- I don't think you. I'm, I'm not copying anyone. They're huge. No, I don't think. No, I don't think you're copying anybody. I would not um, accuse you of such things. I'm not. Co- I'll kill you right now. I'll never copy. I would never copy. But um, I, I mean, back back to the influence thing, as far as like how I yeah. was created. I think. Uh, I mean, f- movies were always like the first thing that I like loved. You know what yeah. I mean? They were the first. Yeah, they were the first thing I enjoyed in life you know what i mean so how'd you go from watching a movie to saying i gotta do stand-up that's a long so i was always like the 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 funny guy or whatever i discovered comedy kind of by accident i always loved comedy like the simpsons and stuff but i was like at some football game and i was just like the idea that you're at a football game sounds crazy to me I was like fifth grade. I was trying to be cool. If you were discovering football, football in three weeks, that would make sense to me. If you're like, hey, have you heard of this thing called football? Yeah, I went yeah, to yeah, yeah. I went to a I, thing. I, there I, was I, a lot I, of people I there. I am I yeah. am often uh, late to the party, <laughs> so as they say. <laughs> but I think that's the Mormonism. Because There's like, some of that so yeah. when I first turned 18 and moved out of the house, I went on this spree of like, I got like a blockbuster card and I'm like, mm. no one can stop me from renting whatever I want. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, cause it was like, I'd only seen but one Scorsese movie. Uh-huh. And I think it was Casino. And so then I was like, I need to see all of them. I haven't seen yeah. all of these major, major movies. Like I hadn't seen any of the Godfathers or any of these classic rated R movies. I would yeah. say about, I hadn't seen about 80% of the ones that everyone's seen. Yeah, you don't so get to I watch a lot of good movies. You don't get to watch a lot I of good movies. I watched great movies. They just were the family yeah. movies that were great. And a few, see, the, the R-rated ones I got to slip in were the monster movies, the sci-fi, Aliens, Predator. You My know dad I mean? was the, big on all of those. So those we ha- yeah, those we had the, the sci-fi ones too. Those are the R's I got. It's okay if it's violence. Yeah. But no, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my dad took us all to go see Terminator 2. You know, like uh, it was yeah, like. there was Terminator 2 in that. Because Terminator 2 is like, is violent, but it's, Terminator 2 is a very soft R at the end Yeah, of but the you're right. But we are fighting monsters. We're not using it to settle a domestic dispute. So our yeah. family is going to shoot out your family and we're going to find out who wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not as heavy. Yeah, it, exactly. It's fantasy. And Mormons, I, that is probably why Mormons are so into fantasy. I think two reasons. One is because the the religion is like a straight up cosmic, you know what I mean? It's sure. very sci-fi. Like heaven is in space and you get your own planet and become a god. It's very like high yeah. concept Isaac Asimov shit. Um, but also fantasy is like, I think that's a lot of the movies Mormons get to watch because that's like PG-13, PG fair. Because I still got my me some, you know. Well, it's also taking you to another planet. If you're on yeah. another planet and you're doing all that stuff, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But the, like, but to Grand Theft Auto it and put it in Earth. Yeah. Not okay. So, True. So you being the, we'll call you a degenerate. Is that a right way to say that? Sure, yeah. Yeah, the degenerate I'm you a are. a nice guy. You're a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like you a lot. Um, but coming from Mormonism, being current, current degenerate, mm-hmm. are you happy you were raised mormonism so you got all this set of morals and stuff so you can able to like choose your degenerate compass to be like oh no 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 i like sleazy art i don't like sleazy acts 
You know, like all of that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. No, I uh, I don't I don't have many regrets about growing up Mormon. Yeah, I don't either. I'm really happy with the idea. I I I, I think it I can, I think it left me more open minded because I had to have such a I had to completely inverse my worldview. Yeah, because Mormonism is very different from most people's world that they're brought up in, and to like transition out of that and in the process of wearing all these different hats of like I'll try bap being a Baptist, I'll try being an atheist, I'll try, you know, you, mm -hmm. you really end Did up you go to the Baptist church? I did once. It was oh, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've visited really a lot cool. of churches, yeah. It, um, but you really, like, end up looking at the world through a lot of different lenses, and I, th I think it gave me more empathy for just, like, people's point of view because mine was so different from what it is now. Yeah, because people will ask me, they're like, was it weird? And you're like, it was my normal. I don't know how to compare it to weird. When it's yeah, your everyday, yeah. and, you, and, there's no weird. But Mormons also try very hard to be normal. Sure. They very much are like, we're normal. Look at the marketing campaign. Look, it's guys and dolls and, you know, <laughs> they, they want to be normal so bad. Yeah. And it's a freak show. <laughs> you know? I still don't know how it's a freak show because I still mentally are, am on the inside. Where you're just like, uh -huh. no, this is just what families do. They go to church. The difference is we're just there longer. Yeah, for three. Yeah, for three hours, hours. And we have three, it's like three periods. Like that. To Everyone me. else does the one. Don't Catholics go for a while? They have Sunday school. Catholics. I mean, know, here's two. the question. There's two hours for Catholic? Because I was going to say, I don't know. How would I know? I never went to no Catholic church. I'm not Catholic. But also, like, when I think about, like, if I had kids, I would start to raise them, I think, with pretty much the same Mormon moral compass. Not with all the strictness of, like, the, hey, no soda. You know, like, I mm. wouldn't go super far with it. Mm-hmm. Or try to give them the expectations of the rest of life where you're going to like, no, 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 no. Like, this is, well, you're going to have seven babies and have a plant. Like, I wouldn't do any of this th those uh, things. Seven babies and a planet. I mean, I'm the youngest of eight. So, yeah, that was. The youngest of eight? Uh -huh. That explains some real Mormon shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. Have I, your parents I even noticed you moved out of the house yet? <laughs> <laughs> they just called me and they're like, where the hell did you go? Yeah, they're like, got to be home for dinner. You're like, I moved. I was like, I'm, I'm 30 years old. Um. I uh, no, the, I don't regret a lot of the. I've been looking, I've been reflecting on that recently, like the moral compass stuff. Yeah, because like I remember a very specific day where I learned in Sunday school to never tell a lie, and I have a lot of trouble lying. Hence, the art is so fucked up. Yeah. Hence, I go on stage and start shrieking about my issues. It's very difficult to go up and just be like, "I'm a cool guy," you know what I mean? Nobody wants you to. No, not there. No. I mean, no, because especially on stage, they want you to be like. Here's my flaws, but here's where it's set in a moral place where you're like, yeah. sure, I have these flaws, but then I work on it in this way. Yeah, yeah. But people, it's tough, especially, uh, that's the thing about sometimes when I clash with the more PC side of things is it's kind of like, it's like trading one church for another. It's like mm. I already got out of the religion and now I have to, you know what I mean? Like, sure. Lock it down again and, and, and. You know what I mean? It, it, when was the last time you went to church? Fuck, it's been a few years. It's been a while. My parents don't really uh, push it anymore. Are they still active? Like, when if you go going back for Christmas, would they be like, come on, just go? Um, No, they don't. They're, they they know I'm long gone. They're not. I get it, but also, like, so I had a cousin that went on a mission and then came back from his mission. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I want to go to that, because I remember when the they would come back from their mission, they always talked, and it was always a good talk. Mm -hmm. It was like one of the more interesting... Uh, testimonies you'd hear all year when they get back yeah and well, so like i was like wanting to see actually, my cousin do that you know like so it was like there's like 
Although that was like seven, eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, because but that stuff has passed because I'm not nineteen twenty anymore. That that was the time when you were getting the farewells and the and the home. I get that. I mean, he wasn't my age. Mm-hmm. My cousin was much younger than me, so yeah. I was like. 29 30 when he came back and i was yeah. like oh yeah, yeah yeah can i go to that that'd be great yeah. and i remember talking to my brother about it where i was just like wait this meeting's at seven o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. can i bring a coffee with me and they're like please be respectful you're like yeah but it's also seven o'clock in the morning you gotta be respectful of my need for coffee they had, they had a sacrament meeting at seven in the morning yeah jesus christ i know no pun intended. Jesus fucking Christ, man. I know. Even Jesus was like, Jesus. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't getting out of the tomb for that shit. <laughs> Call him later. God damn. <laughs> Seven in the morning? Yeah. Get a life. <laughs> if I was God, I'd send him to hell just for putting people through that. I mean, I think that's exactly what happened. I think they're all damned. They're all damned. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I drink coffee around my Mormon family. I fucking sometimes show up smelling like bud. I, I try to be respectful. It's I'm more mature now because when I was in my 20s and like... My family's pretty open with that idea because like they know they know that I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, well, they've chilled out in the sense that like... So me and some other siblings sort of fell away from the church, you know. Um, how many? Like how many are actually stayed? So of the eight, the oldest two sisters are full-on Mormons living the life. They're Mormon. Yeah. The brothers are out. Trampolines in the backyard, everything. <laughs> uh, a nice little play place, a nice pool, a, a nice jungle gym. There we go. Um, my oldest brother is like Jack Mormon. He got sealed in the temple and stuff, but for his wife and his kids. And his kids, it, there's like a mix. The daughter is mm-hmm. fairly Mormon, and then, but then another daughter is gay. And then, so basically because a lot what of- you are going to have eight. Statistically, one's got to be gay. No. No. Really? Maybe my- the brother closest to me, maybe a all right, all right, maybe a bit. I, uh, yeah, no, uh, no gays here. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all clear here. We we all chose correctly. Because, correctly, that's because it is that's a incorrect. choice. Yes, no, we, I'm kidding. I we're know, joking. I know. Um, no, I I've wondered that too. I'm just like, damn, eight of us and not one is gay. My niece is gay. She came out to me a few months back. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It was nice, but it's it's just everyone's the super Mormon siblings. We have one gay person in the family, not a brother or sister, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're out enough for me to say anything on the podcast. But we'll do it right here. What yeah, better you know place? what? It's yeah, it's it's his business. What better place to come out? There's at? a hint. It's him, but no, nah, like I'm not gonna put his business out there. But I was, yeah, yeah. I was pretty happy with how the whole family reacted to the whole thing. Definitely, I um, that, so they're down. They're they're chill with it. No, no, well, I was happy that they weren't. No, it was no. Of course, I was happy that they were just like, <laughs> "Hey, thank God, you're more comfortable now." You know, like yeah. you don't have to keep they, any of this a secret. You never did, but we were gonna wait for you to have your time of comfortability of when you wanted to. They've they, they've softened up a bit on on the the gay issues. Yeah, I mean, I think just nice. the whole society has, and so you're like, well, we don't want to fall behind here. Yeah, like we did with the blacks. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Native Americans, mm-hmm. the gays. The and those are just last names of families that were really rough <laughs> in the history of Mormonism. My name is Joseph, Native American. <laughs> exactly. Um, Freddie yeah, Blacks. I, I think, uh, yeah, they've chilled out. I was doing like learning CPR. I had a commissioned CPR lesson for this job. And I'm like doing CPR on this dummy. And this mm. woman stops the training video because she's Mormon. And she goes, have you ever thought about going back to church? <laughs> Why is that a thing you're talking about during a work training thing? 
because I had brought it up, I recognized the uh, white Jesus. You know yeah, how Mormons sure. have the white statue of Jesus? They're not into the crucifixion, of course. Yeah, yeah. I know the I know the exact statue. Here's the pose. And I, yeah, yeah. I saw him doing that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I think they're Mormon. And then I, I think I saw the, the Book of Mormon on there. And then they gave me a Book of Mormon later. Of course they did. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have mentioned anything. No, I wanted I wanted to get a Book of Mormon out of the deal. You wanted a Book of Mormon out of the deal? Well, okay. Yeah. You just got to ask. Yeah, pretty much. They they were dying. To, she was like, don't worry, we've softened up on the gays. They've changed it. What were you They've doing to that dummy it. where they had to tell you that? <laughs> They're I, like, I, I, yeah, oh, he I clearly was, left because he's yeah, one of the I, gays. Definitely. I mean, you know, come on, a CPR hole? That's yeah, tighter exactly. than any human. You know? Okay. Uh, All right. They're like, hey, uh, let's tongue in that CPR, huh? Yeah. They're, they're, I'm just <laughs> face fucking a dummy and just like, have you ever thought about going back to church? <laughs> no. <laughs> I said turn around. Um, but yeah, where were we? Um, we were, we were talking about face fucking dummies, I believe. Is oh, we yeah. Were. Well, uh, no, I was asking you if you wanted, if you were happy with the morality and would you keep that going in your lineage if, had you had child? Had you had, I'm, I, the game's not over, baby. This sperm is swimming and it's That's ready. what I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm saying if in a couple years, if you have a baby, uh, yeah, how much Mormonism would you put into their, into their head? Um, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I never minded the sense of community. I, I never minded. I loved the, the sense the, of community. The, the niceness. I, I don't think there's anything bad about don't lie, be nice to people, be polite. Mm-hmm. I took that stuff all pretty much to heart. Uh, it's just that people think they have to follow a rigid set of rules in order to keep that euphoria, this religious experience of God's love, everyone being one, you know what I mean, the human experience being a positive with a happy ending rather than, uh, you know, whatever it is. Um, yeah. But uh, no, I, I would keep it for sure. I think I, I also, there's that Mormon hymn they'd cram into your head. Who am I to judge another? Mm-hmm. Plays constantly whenever I, you know, decide not to be judgmental <laughs> of a man. How are you going to say when you're watching open mics? You're just watching somebody do their set and you're like, kind Ooh. of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, kind <laughs> of. I, I, a lot of comics are furious when a stand up isn't good at comedy. And I, yeah. I could give a fuck less if you're. Because I just know how shitty, and I know how many bad nights I've had. Like, yeah, you're supposed to be bad. Yeah, people yeah. think that they're immune from being bad because they're them. You're like, no, no, no. You're supposed to be bad. I think it's a great lesson in all of life. Yeah, but you just keep doing it, and you get better. Yeah, no, it, it, it. Yeah, I've had enough nights where I came away like, like the other night where I was like, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I fucking hate my life. Um, and I was like, great set, man. Oh, thanks. No, it was, uh, it was. I just, yeah, I've been in a weird. Uh, I was experiencing a lot of happiness away from stand-up. Exactly, and you were worried <laughs> and, uh, about getting back in. You're telling me you're worried about falling in love with it again. Yeah, I'm just like, because I've been having, I had, but uh, granted, the, the third wheel is not a great place to like, I'm going to get my sea legs back, because they're I a mean, very forgiving As crowd. an employee of the third wheel, I think it's a great place to get your sea legs back. I don't mean, I don't I don't mean it's a bad place. I don't mean it's a bad place. I love I know that what you're place. saying, but it's also, it is a tough room. It's, it's a tough room, and if you come in even even half master, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're you're fucked. Yeah, you really. No, have that's to true. You got to go in cocky. Yeah, yeah. You got to you got to go in ready to rock. So going in there when you're so when feeling, you did the improv right now, uh huh. Did you feel like I you felt felt great about again? it? I felt great about it. Well, I I'm, I'm always debating about whether I should go sober and quit the old weed ski. Love weed mm-hmm. a lot, and have gotten into the habit. I could tell when you said called it weed ski. If you I have a pet name old, for your weed. I love the old weed ski. <laughs> I love to just munch it like fucking popcorn nugs. 
in the movie theater. I, I kind of got into the habit, like in the Bay, I would like to get stoned and just riff hard through every yeah. set um, because they hated my material. They just did not like me yeah, there. Yeah, understand. Um, but I won them over. And then coming back after COVID, I had this one set and I was like, I'm going to be boring. I just, You know you get nervous in your head mm -hmm. and you're like, I'm going to be so fucking boring. So I took a puff and it got me like juiced and I felt loose and silly. And then it became kind of, I've been in this habit these last few months where I had to have a little, you know, um, little kisses and yeah. And, and you have this idea that, uh, it's better that way. But recently, am I, am I boring? Am I, we no, no, no. I'm trying to make sure you get to your movie on time. Oh. I just check the time for your own sake. You're a good boy. I'm You're being a good boy. good boy. I consider others. Um, but yeah, um, it's just been feeling lately there, there is a cloudiness to a stone set where you're not completely there. You know what yeah. I mean? And you can forget a bit. And if things start to go downhill, there's a much greater feeling of panic. Whereas I was, you know, it was the lab I decided to experiment because I realized in this debate about like, oh, you can't do film and stand up and there's mm -hmm. too much and there's one different headspaces. And I realized a lot of that was just me being like stoned mm. and like, yeah, for sure. And, and just, and it's just like, when you're not stoned, it's just like I worked on a movie and then I turned around, I did some stand up, and there wasn't this transformation. And I mean, there is something to it like weed uh, turns everything up and you're very in, in tune with like the subconscious mm -hmm. spillings of feelings and seed. But uh, uh, I mean, you're supposed to take the, the seeds seed. out of the weed. Um, you're doing yeah, that yeah. wrong. You're, you're correct. But <laughs> I, I did like a sober set and it was just like, it's insane how much more control you have. How yeah, much more I, I three-dimensional you feel. I used to have to, too. I, I'm down for either. I can do either. But there is a certain level of... You, you get the sense of your whole body and, you, and every nuance of the voice. You have much more control over every single tick. For uh, sure. Which is... But that's not why I do it. I do it because I don't want to think, hey, do I sound drunk right now? You know, like, I just do that. Yeah, I just yeah. get in my head or I'm like... Uh, you're rambling probably because you're high, like whatever, like whatever is going on, I'll be. blame it on that. And if yeah. it's not, then I'm just like, oh no, no, that's just you. And I can handle that way better. Just being like, oh no, no, you're off right now. You got to get back on. Yeah. And sometimes I would listen to myself back after a great riff set and it's just like, maybe this isn't that great. Yeah, exactly. You're like, this was garbage. Yeah. But, it, but there's something about, because stand up can be so rigid that when you feel spontaneous up there, it's like this beautiful miracle i know <laughs> yeah oh yeah exactly and then even the audience loves it and you go back and listen and you're like the audience was wrong for loving me but i accept yeah you well you gotta take the win you can't just be like yeah exactly am I, oh no you still won is it is a sports reference you won't get it's it's winning sloppy you yeah, go oh yeah. yeah yeah we didn't win but or we didn't like we didn't get any touchdowns. We got the win. So that's what, yeah. that's what matters. Yeah. Sometimes people will be like, God, are they just laughing at everything I say? And it's like, yeah, just take the win. All right. So that's Jackson Banks, guys. Jackson Banks. No idea. He was a ex-Mormon, Jack Mormon, whatever you want to call that. Um, so shocked that we connected on that. So immediately right there awesome he was actually after the podcast was done he was like we can keep going like he like wasn't done but you know he made his movie on time we got him there and then of course you heard uh the voice in the beginning is rob paulson the voice of pinky from pinky in the brain hence he said snarf uh my brother got me that cameo for christmas last year and i was like oh my theme music's already all ready and set and now that i'm like revamping it all i was like dude i gotta 
pull out the Rob Paulson. Um, Rob Paulson did a couple takes, and I'm going to use all of them throughout the whole thing. And I also did several musical tracks that I'm going to rotate between. And I'm not sure which ones I'm going to keep or take. Um, the opening thing I like, the mid one, I'm so-so on. Um, now that I've had to put it into play, I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, I can see where I can move some of the stuff around. So you guys, again, like I told you last week, we're going to see some of this stuff moving around. You're going to see some of this stuff moving around. So, new music. I, quite honestly, and I know that some of you will agree with me, that mix of the electronic music was just, it was always going in the red, and it was always so hard to, like, bring it down. And so I was like, no, 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 I can do this. I also, narcissistically, I'm like, let's make this 100% me. You guys are going to put up with me more, you know? That's... So you got me playing guitar all over this thing now. Now I'm playing guitar all over my own podcast. Nobody asked for that. Nobody did. That's that's just me being narcissistic, I guess. But also, like, yeah, it's fun for me. It's giving me a thing to do. Let me have my thing. Let me have my thing. So there's that. Um, if you guys like any of that stuff, let me know. Um, if you want me to particularly keep any of it, let me know. If you guys don't like it, let me know. I'm actually not emotionally attached to any of it. If you guys are like, you know, I don't really like it, that's fine. What's the worst case? I go back to the other music or I just write more music? Totally good. I'm happy with all of that. Uh, Again, another week in a row of me not knowing who's next, but I'm trying to get as many people in over the next two weeks because Christmas is coming. And just like last year for Christmas, I got 10 in the can in the first week of December. And then it was like, I didn't have to think about it again until February. But also when that happens, it's like, oh yeah, we're talking about like pre-Christmas stuff and things have changed. If you guys remember, um, this is a long time ago, when Tony Revis and I talked early in the podcast, I had done 14 episodes in two weeks. And then his was the 14th one out. And we talked about how we don't think COVID's going to be a big deal. And by the time it came out, we were two months into lockdown. And so it was like some of those things, we didn't think that was going to age as poorly as it did, but it aged immediately poorly. And we saw from it. So I don't know. I don't know how many I'll actually end up getting, but I'm hoping to get a bunch and then stockpile them again. Still not stockpiling them, but I'm very happy that Jackson came through. I find him to be a very unique, interesting person. I also feel like I owe an apology to my Mormon family that might be listening. That uh, It was not a, as Mormon-friendly as it was in context. It was not Mormon-friendly in language. So take that for what that's worth. I am going to put a mature thing in the description so people are aware. It is mature in language for sure. Um, but not in tone. I don't know. Or am I wrong in that? As a comic, I have all this screwed up. So guys, follow him at Campy Jack on Instagram if you want to see some of the short movies. I think he's brilliant. I think he's the closest thing I've seen to Andy Kaufman, which is very different to say that because he's not like Andy Kaufman at all. He's just not... He's just not that centered comedian thing that we've seen. He's left of center. And I love how he's left of center. And I wanted to get to know him as a human being. And I actually got him as a human being. Boom. Who would have thought? Um, so I think that covers everything. Guys, I'm at Aaron M. Marsh. You can follow me. Rate, review, subscribe to anything. Let me know your thoughts on any of the stuff, especially the musical changes. I expect more musical changes in the future. I'm happy to throw around all these things and experiment with it this far into the podcast. You know, it's just like hundred some episodes in. I'm like, ah, let's move things around and change the feel of it. But I don't know. I like it. So, boom. Uh, so thank you very much for listening and thank you for putting up with me. And here's me playing guitar a little more. I know you guys wanted more of that. Mm-hmm.